Hello and welcome to episode seven of the I'm a Celeb Fan Podcast. I'm Esme, I'm one of your hosts, and we also have Benji. Hello. I love that we always have to say fan, just so people aren't confused that we're Ant and Deck and ITV's <laughs> lawyers don't come for us. <laughs> Listen, it started off as the I'm a Celeb Podcast in 2020. Uh, ITV did say they'd quite like to add the fan in there. <laughs> Um, it's, we're just, you know, we're, be, we're being polite, we're being nice. Uh, we have a special guest today. So today's guest is an ex I'm a Celeb contestant from 2016. We did a few property related clues. So I hope you got it because if we have Homes Under the Hammers, Martin Roberts. Hey, good evening. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Martin? Yeah, fantastic. Thank you. Yes. Oh, Thank Martin. you very much for coming and joining us this evening. Um, you know, it's nice to have someone who actually knows a bit about I'm a Celeb more so than me and Benji do. <laughs> you are super fans. So I think you probably know the, the bigger picture more than most. But I, I obviously have a bit of an inside info. <laughs> yes, you just, do. You just, do. <laughs> just for full disclosure, um, Martin and I met down under in 2016 when I went out to Australia to cover it and Martin you were a late arrival is that right? So I was one of those people who arrived yes after the main group of people are there so whatever it is a week or so into the whole thing and me and Danny Baker came in and rattled things up a bit. Oh, I remember your year so well. It was such a good year. <laughs> this is very fun. Um, should we get into it then, Bench? Yeah, I mean, just quickly, Martin, I, I just need to ask, talking about being a late arrival, you must have been terrified waiting in the wings, knowing that everyone had made those bonds already, but you were coming in a bit later. Yeah, it's daunting. It's like joining a party late on, isn't it? Uh, you know, everyone's in the swing of things. You know, it's like a dinner party and then the doorbell rings and it's, oh, we were having a quite nice time with that. With that <laughs> whoever's just about to arrive. We're now going to share the food out. And uh, so yeah, there is that that sense that, you know, you, you are you potentially breaking up a party. But, um, you know, uh, I, 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 uh, at first glance, you know, we, we were we were welcomed with open arms. Um, you know, whatever they were muttering under their breath, they 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 concealed it. Well, some of them did anyway. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to some of that later. Um, but first of all, to recap tonight's episode of I'm a Celebrity, um, all the celebrities came back from their break away. And Esme, you and I were saying last night, I mean, we joked that they'd be having fry-ups. We... I think personally, I thought that the producers would be quite strict uh, with them. And then in the first breath of this episode, they <laughs> revealed they'd had like fruit and nuts, Snickers, sweets. I was horrified. I know it kind of ruins the like, because the, it, it's meant to be a three week almost challenge. And if, you know, what is it like a week in, they were already giving in to like sleeping back in normal beds, having all the like food they wanted. It kind of like breaks up. And now I don't feel that impressed with them by the end of it. <laughs> like if they make it through the three weeks, I'm like, all right, well, you know, you, you're not done it properly. Yeah. I mean, good, I good on Danny for, for, you know, saying that he carried on with that whole essence. You know, he said he slept on the floor and he ate rice and beans and I believe him. And it's almost like you want that, you want that deprivation, but it's, I mean, you can say what you're going to say, Benji, but I mean, I've got some strong thoughts on the effect that has on the whole programme. But, 
But please, please, this is why this is why we want you on, Martin. You've been through it. So watching this series and seeing them take the break, like, what what do you make of that? So the the show is incredibly clever um, in terms of getting people to a place that they would never get to in the space of time that. Uh, you know, they get to it in. So it all starts a week before you go into the jungle, when you're in isolation in a hotel room. In my case, there's a security guard outside. They've taken your phone. They've taken your um, your laptop. They've taken the ability to watch television. You can read books. But that's it. So you're immediately in a really interesting frame of mind. And then I was then transported to the jungle in the back of a Land Rover, wearing a um, you know, a, a, one of those hoods over my head. Like, oh my uh, God! No. Yes. I, don't, <laughs> right? I can't so you, believe that. Yes, so you're blindfolded and you wear a hood over your head and there's all these noises going on as you're transferred from one car to another. So by the time you arrive in the jungle, you are in a fairly hyped up frame of mind, which is why when you get in there, these emotional things happen so quickly. I mean, you throw a group of people together under normal circumstances, you wouldn't get the kind of emotional reactions that you get on I'm a Celebrity. But that's because, because you've been thrown into these circumstances. And then immediately you're starved, you're hungry, you don't know what's going on. Um, you, you're put to all these challenges. And it, 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 it just puts you in an... And a completely out of your comfort zone place. And it accelerates all those emotions and highlights people's personalities. And any kind of front or any kind of falseness gets totally thrown away by the fact you are just in survival mode. The moment you come out of that bubble, you can then revert back to the normal protective contemplative thing. I mean, you heard, you know, Kadera and you heard um, Naughty Boy reflecting on how they'd been already and say, oh, actually, <clears throat> I've had a few days to think about it and I've realised I've been unreasonable. You don't want people to have time to realise they've been unreasonable. <laughs> yes, you're right. Unre you want them to be unreasonable. Yes. That's why we watch it. Yes, yes. Oh, my God, <laughs> Martin, you've got it so, 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 so right. Because the realisations are coming on too early. And I reckon, had this trial come at this point, and we'll get to the trial a little bit later, but had this trial come at this point in the show with no break, Naughty Boy might have um, thrown the towel in and it would have been more entertaining. What, for the 16th time? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, completely, because, because you are in that heightened sense of everything. Now, look, the reality is they've had to deal with some really terrible situations this year, haven't they? And, you know, nobody could have predicted what happened. So you can't blame ITV. You can't blame the production crew because they've done, you know, an amazing job in, in direct, terrible circumstances. But, but the reality is there's no way that, 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 that people are being put into the same frame of mind than if you have that extended period of, 
uh, unfamiliarity, lack of food, uncomfortableness, uh, and whatever it, whatever it is. And the moment you go back and you have time to reflect, as, as, as I said, you, you, you just you can just frame it. You can just you're back into sort of like you, you've built up those barriers. You, you've you've built up those 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 sort of layers of 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 sort of falseness to in a, in a, in, a, in one one way um, that I think. That, that celebrity does so well in getting rid of everybody is just the real person in those circumstances you can't be anything else because you are in you are in survival mode and right now just take a part in a game show yeah i mean martin i wondered your insight on this um so you know you said they've, they've had their time out to kind of realize themselves and like check themselves almost but when they when uh, Anton Deck said they weren't allowed to be on social media or on their phones, do you believe that? Do you think they really weren't allowed, or do you think they were doing cheeky like Google searches on who's being liked, who's not being liked? Well, where the heck did Louise get a Snickers from? I mean, <laughs> I mean, did she have that sort of way in her? St- I mean, I'd like to think that they were kept off that stuff, and and to be fair, they they were very strict with us in terms of what we were allowed to do, and that you know we were not exactly strip search, but you know almost uh, that it was it was definitely you know extremely frowned upon. But if somebody wanted to have sneaked a phone into their sock or whatever, who who knows what people are doing now? Uh, the great danger of knowing what's being reported is it, it reflects how you then react. Mm. I mean, what you've got to bear in mind is when you're in the jungle, you know, li- life goes on for 24 hours. And what you see on television is 40 minutes worth of edited stuff. And things come and go and happen and then are forgotten about, which you only realise have made the headlines when you get out. And you sort of go, oh, my gosh, that was just a passing comment. And it's been turned into a great story. And Antidet do a great job of picking up on those kind of things. And the editors do a great job of picking up on those kind of things. So if they've had access to the newspapers or access to social media, they'll go, you know, oh, my gosh. So I'm coming over as X, Y and Z or or that's been focused on. And therefore, I'm going to counteract that. So it just it's just really unfortunate. Uh, Listen, Martin, I I need to ask you the Naughty Boy has somewhat become, um, a, 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 you know, has been picked on a bit by the public. Um, he, he He's a bit of a, a wuss in there. W- what do you kind of make of him? Now, you were a strong character in your year, but you did get picked on by Larry Lamb. We watched it. We were there in Australia. We saw it. We talked to you about it afterwards. Like, what is it like when you're in that camp and, like you say, things are heightened? Well, I don't think Naughty Boy's being picked on by anyone in camp, is yeah, it? Yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he might be being picked on by people outside, so yeah. he won't be aware of that, which mm. is which is good. Um, you know, I, you know, you were there, you experienced, you know, a lot more than than, than a lot of people experienced in terms of what I went through, um, mm. and and so I was sort of living that, so I knew that was going on, and actually, you know, as we said at the time, a lot of stuff, you know. Um, you know, wasn't seen, but you know that's that's water under the bridge now, and and that's you know la di da. So so I don't. So he he has gone from feeling like he was being picked on by people, which you know, watching as a viewer, you're sort of thinking, well, he really, yeah, 
yeah, the, the people in the in the, in the early stages when he was having a meltdown because he thought that people were were, were were being mean to him and things. It was like the people in the in the the the, 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 the country bit that they they were feeling uncomfortable about it. They they weren't deliberately picking on him. Mm-hmm. So that was that was that was misguided. So 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 he seems happy now because he realizes that nobody in the camp is against him um, and he won't have a clue what's been going on outside. Um, and so uh, when he comes out, it'd be interesting to see how he's viewed, you know, depending on, I guess, how the, the, the remaining few weeks go. I mean, you know, it's interesting that he's been picked for another trial tonight. Um, they want to break him. Viewers want to break him. Yeah, don't I, I agree with that. I think people know he's a bit on the edge, shall we say like, he does seem oh, to be honestly, very sensitive. Come on, I mean, tonight, was that not just a bit of amateur dramatics? All this, oh, 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 oh. I mean, you know, we, it made it made interesting telling. And I have to say that, you know, being strapped down in that kind of scenario, that's, you know, it wasn't exactly that pleasant. But he had worms on his legs, for goodness sake. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, really? Worms? <laughs> Come on. Ooh, amateur dramatics. I like it, Martin. That is a fresh take on that trial. <laughs> I honestly don't think you could be screaming and doing what he was doing when you've got worms or maggots on your legs. I mean, uh, unless he's got a phobia of worms and maggots, which makes life quite complicated. And I'm sure there are people out there who do have phobias of such things. But, but really, <laughs> I mean... I mean, it's not exactly, you know, a pit viper, but threatening to, you know, but I mean, okay, so he did have snakes on his head at the ends and, and, and you know, all, all credit to him at the end. But the rest of it, I thought, was just a little bit hamming it for the cameras, don't you think? Well, Martin, what did you find was your worst sort of bug or animal that you faced when you were in Australia? Um, so the only one that really freaked me out was um, was uh, some kind of massive great lizard thing that was about <laughs> the size of God's Godzilla. And somebody told me that their bite um, contains an anticoagulant, which means that you will probably bleed to death. So I don't know where... <laughs> I don't know where, where in some schoolboy book of how to avoid lizards I'd come across this, but um, it definitely freaked me out. So I thought this thing, you know, a lot of the stuff you know has been sanitised. You you think, well, probably the snakes have had their teeth removed and probably, you know, the scorpions have been milked for their venom or something. But this lizard was was definitely hissing at me in that kind of you're about to die kind of way. So that was definitely <laughs> thing. And then, um, and obviously for me, the uh, the eating and drinking challenges were the, the biggest challenge. And certainly drinking a cockroach smoothie was was, oh. was never going to be able to, because, you know, with all, you know, all the psychology in the world, you cannot get over the fact that your, your body is saying, this is wrong. You are, you are, you are drinking dead things, which eat dead things. And um, (laughs) this smells and tastes really bad. And my job as a body is to protect you from this kind of stuff. (laughs) Invariably, when you eat this kind of stuff, you are going to be ill for a very long time. If not, you might die. So uh, let me just stop you so there's no way you can override that um so my drinking challenges were and the eating challenges were definitely my nemesis and all you have to do is google martin roberts cockroach smoothie and you'll see the results (laughs) (laughs) did it make you ill did it make you ill when you drank them well i freaked the heck out afterwards and i went to see bob the medic and i said 
you know what? I've just drunk a pint of cockroaches. And as far as I'm aware, cockroaches, A, are infested with parasites and B, they eat dead meat. So exactly how many parasites am I going to have living in my large intestine for the rest of my life? And he, he then went on to say that the, the insects and whatever they use have generally been bred in, in laboratory conditions and they are probably some of the cleanest things that you're ever going to come across. They, and, and, and in fact, here's the rub, the cockroaches are vegetarian. Oh. Not by choice, but by, uh, by, by design. So they are, they are not fed meat in their life. These poor cockroaches are going, excuse me, I want meat. <laughs> and he goes, no, have, have, have another carrot. I'm a bloody cockroach. I want dead meat. No, it's a courgette. I don't want a freaking courgette. Um, <laughs> We're clipping that up, mate. I'm sorry. That's great. I love the idea of a vegetarian cockroach. If I ever have to eat a cockroach, I want it to be a vegetarian one. Let's just put it that way. Go, go woke or go broke, cockroaches included. Martin, you've made hundreds of hours of telly, thousands probably, with um, homes, haven't you? Yes. So you know the business well. Listen, it's no secret that ratings have taken a tumble for I'm a Celebrity this year. If you were producing the show, if you were Richard Cowes, if you were the top boss at ITV, would you bring it, would you, would you do everything in your power to bring it back to Australia next year? Or, or, what, or what do you reckon, what's, what needs to happen? I don't know. So they didn't have any choice, right? Um, and I'm sure they were as heartbroken and devastated that they couldn't go to Australia as 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 everybody is. They've they've made the best of the circumstances, and I think you know the castle has been a a worthy uh, attempt at at, at 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 least giving us something because we love I'm a celeb. It's it's part of gloomy November. Uh, you know, it's 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 been it's been part of our lives for for however many years now. But the reality is that so many of the format points of I'm a Celebrity are based around Australia. And we love the escapism of Australia. We love the sun. We love the, the, the you know, the exoticness of it. We love, you know, the, the speed boats in that bit of, you know, the, 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 the whatever it is, the, the river outside the Versace. We love the Versace Hotel. You know, we, we like the... the the, the, the all the, the critters and things seem a bit more insane. And, and the... Just, I don't know. It, it it just is a bit more escapism. So, I I heard rumours that they were going to do one year in Australia, one year in Wales, one year in Australia in Wales. Um, you know, for me, there's so many format points that are I'm a celeb. Australia and so I think they will do whatever they can to take it back there but it wasn't like they had a choice this year and it wasn't like they had a choice last year so they've done a valiant job of trying to at least provide us some entertainment but I'm sure that Richard and the team are, are desperate to get back to Australia. I absolutely agree I think they've done a really good job this year um, it's honestly I take Wales over nothing absolutely I, mm. I still enjoy it you know it's still there's still a good show um so it's been great having you today today but we we haven't m- talked much about the actual episode because I think we're both me and Benji are both wanting to ask you so many questions um I have a question based off something I saw tonight though which is um when they do the trials and when you would have done trials they s- come back to camp and they're already washed now do you have a shower 
outside of the camp or castle in this case that you're allowed to use after a trial because the shower in the camp is horrible it's like that little rusty tin shower over a bath isn't it but they always come back clean before they even get back to the camp so where do you shower so we didn't have any opportunity to get cleaned up before we came back so we showered in the waterfall um And we walked back across the bridge. If you remember, the, again, it's a format point, isn't it? That yeah, rope, yeah, yeah, of course. If you remember, everyone walks along the rope bridge. Um, so we never got cleaned up before. And, you know, that was one of the things. You used to stink to high heaven. I mean, you've been, you know, in doing all those trials. We didn't have an opportunity to change clothes. There was no, you know, there was no clean, clean jackets. There was nothing. Now, I think the problem they've got is if they just left you in the clothes you've got, you'd freeze to death in Wales, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, in, in, in Australia, you can go and have a shower in the waterfall, your clothes will dry out on the trees, and that's what we did. Or you wash them in the lake and you, and you, know, and you, um, you dry them out. So I think they're having to adapt for the fact it's, you know, it's, uh, it's freezing cold. Yeah, it's funny because now you say that I can completely picture people coming back to the Australian camp and being covered in like rubbish. So, yeah, you're, you're right. But I suppose maybe you're right this year because it's a bit like colder. But I just wonder because they always come back super clean. So that's why no one really is bothered about the shower. That's why we don't see anyone showering this year. No one's bothered about the shower. I'd be wanting to do a trial to have a nice like shower in a little porter cabin or wherever they shower rather than having to use that grotty tin can thing. It's funny though, isn't it? Because um, w- one of the things you don't get is a sense of time, um, because mm. of course they're editing it, aren't they? But um, I- I'm- and I'm not quite sure how they do the show this year. I mean, because obviously you've got Australia, you've got the time in your favour, so they can have a night when they make the thing, make the decisions, and then they've got the following day before they transmit the show in the evening again to do the trials. So I don't know quite how they- how they're doing it practically, time wise in um, in Wales. But, um, you know, you, you can be gone from the camp for three or four hours because by the time you've gone out and they've interviewed you and, okay, so we had to do the bit where you walk across the, the rope bridge and, you know, you, it's quite a long way generally to where the, where the trials take place. And then you do the trials themselves and they take forever and then they interview you on the way back. and they, da, da, da. You'd be gone from the camp for three or four hours um so i don't know if that's the same now but it's 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 just interesting watching it and knowing that 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 24-hour period has been truncated into what you see and in fact the reality is that there's a lot of hanging around and things take a lot longer than they than they appear on telly of course listen martin we don't want to pull the curtain back too much but i have to ask um we had a love island guest amy day on last night and she's told me in the past that in the love island villa they have a voice of god so if you're talking about something which they can't transmit they'll say martin please stop using that language do you have a voice of god in the jungle i think you get called to the bush telegraph Ah, uh, yeah, off. I was going to ask that actually. Do they? Do you get called? How do you know when? Yeah, you're... yeah, yeah. You get called to the Bush Telegraph and told off. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. But but you never, you were never told off, right? Um, I can't strictly speaking remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's like a guilty schoolboy. Might, might not have been. Can't 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 actually uh, deny or um, or uh, or confirm that. I'm <laughs> 
<laughs> Martin, listen, we could chat to you all night. But what Esme and I really want to know before before we let you get to sleep, um, who's going to win I'm a Celebrity 2021? I think it's really difficult. Um, I mean, I think David maybe because of it just he's just like this hero character. Um, I would have I would have put money on Richard had he not left. I have to say, mm-hmm. um, ugh, you know, Naughty Boy is a divisive character. He'll either go out really quickly or he'll stay till quite near the end because he's good value. Mm. Um, I'd put I would put my money on David. Ah, oh, mm. there we go. We heard it here first. Mm. <laughs> Dav- yeah, David. <laughs> David Ginola for David. the win. Oh, Martin Roberts, a friend of mine, a friend to so many I'm a Celeb super fans across this country and abroad, it seems. People tune in from abroad as well. Thank you so much for coming on to the I'm a Celeb fan podcast. Pleasure, my love. Thank you, Martin, <laughs> mate. It's been a pleasure. Yay. Take, Take care. care. And thank you guys so much for listening. That was episode seven. I'm a Celeb is officially back on the box. This is the second night it's returned. And we'll be back tomorrow night for more castle gossip and a top secret special TikTok star. Is that right, Esme? That is right. We're going we're going a bit millennial here. No, not millennial, even Gen Z. We're being Gen <laughs> Z right now, getting the TikTok stars involved. We'll catch you tomorrow night. Bye. Bye.